0: Hi, this is Stuart Weems, and thanks for listening to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy-to-understand insights, strategies, and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. In this episode, I'd like to talk about buying off-the-plan and why they rarely make good investments. I believe there are three fundamental flaws with off-the-plan properties as investments. The first one is they rarely have a significant land value component. Uh, So we all understand that land appreciates, whereas building depreciate. Therefore, as a property investor, what you really want is more than 50% of a property's overall value to be represented in land. So a property's value is made up of two components, being land and the the building component naturally, and so you want the land to be at least more than than 50%. However, with off-the-plan apartments, typically the land component is 5% or less. So that means 95% of the amount that you paid is for the building, and that's depreciating over time, whereas 5% is land value, and that's um, appreciating. But it can't appreciate enough to offset the depreciation, so therefore the price of your property or investment either drops or at best uh, stays the same. The second problem is is that the goal of investing is to try and to achieve the highest return for lowest risk. Really, we don't want to gamble. We want to bet on sure things. Um, One of the best ways to identify well-performing property is to look at its past growth rate. And the reason why that's important is because typically a property's growth rate has been driven by things that are, are static and factual. So you know, land size and land supply in the area, and the amenities close to the area, like schools and shops and hospitals and those sorts of things, are factual. They're a question of fact. They're not my opinion. You can you can see them, um, and also they're static, so they they don't change very often. Um, and so that's why uh, if those things, if we assume those things will be present in the future, then we can assume that the past growth will probably repeat itself. And so if we have a look at a particular asset uh, and we see that it's grown at 10% per annum over the last 30 years, having looked back at at past sales and so forth, then that gives us some pretty strong evidence. Whereas that's not possible with off-the-plan properties because they've never been bought and sold before. And third and lastly, off-the-plan properties don't Possess the characteristics that drive the value of really valuable assets, and that is scarcity. So, off-the-plan assets are normally contained in a block of 20 to 200 of very similar apartments in similar location with a similar architectural style, and so forth. In that environment, it's the seller that drops their price. The first is the one that gets the sale. That's not an environment where you're going to enjoy a lot of capital growth. What you want is a very scarce asset that is in extremely high demand. So in summary, these three factors are low land value component, no proven performance, it hasn't been bought and sold before, and it lacks scarcity. Of course, property developers and marketers... Uh, espouse some benefits of investing in off-the-plan property, and typically these come in the form of stamp duty savings. So it's true that you'll pay less stamp duty if you buy something that's off the plan, that's not yet constructed. Uh, it's a one-off saving, but really what you want is strong compounding growth. That'll be worth a lot more to you in 10 or 20 years than a, a, stamp, a stamp duty saving will be. Uh, depreciation, yet yeah, depreciation is good because it reduces your tax, but depreciation is a measure of a reduction in value. So Look, you can donate all your money to charity. It might feel good and it'll be a good tax deduction, but it certainly doesn't make you any wealthier. And high rental income. Well, a high rental income from a property is a is a pretty good indication that you've got more building value than land value because renters will pay for more building, a shiny apartment, um, a n- nice kitchen, etc. but investors should pay more for more land value because, again, because they're compounding capital growth. So rental income's great. But really what you're investing in property for is to build independent wealth, and to do that you need compounding capital growth. Now, that doesn't mean all apartments aren't worth investing in. Of course, there's some investment-grade apartments. Now, of course, these typically have more than 50% of their value is represented in land. Uh, Secondly, they have strong scarcity. So typically, they're built before 1960s or 1970s, and their building value is, is very much depreciated. And lastly, they've got proven performance. You can go back over the past sales of the last 10, 20, 30, even 40 years, and calculate an implied capital growth rate. And again, there's no guarantees, but it really gives you strong evidence as to the future value of a property investment. I hope that's been helpful. Check out the show notes if you want a link to further information. Bye for now.